0: Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin Luke LeBen. How are you doing today, Luke? Brian, I'm feeling a little dirty. You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah. Have you? Here, Here's the thing I know a lot of people haven't been showering as much as they have been. No, no, it's nothing like time. that. Do you think it's no, due to no. That?
1: no, it's not that. Huh. It's uh... like spiritually dirty. Um, I'm feeling dirty, if you know what I mean. It's because I'm in my dirty thirties now, Brian. I've transitioned oh, that's to right. a new age range. I don't know what we call those, the groups of ten in our ages, but... Decades. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They're called a new decade. It's. I, I guess my birthday is timed with the new decade for the world, since I was born in ninety. So mm, true. I guess that's true. A new decade. We can call it that.
0: I never realized you were a double D baby. Uh, you know, whenever your decade changes, that you the world changes with you. That's pretty cool. Why
1: does that make it double D? Double decade?
0: Yeah, like your decade and the decade in the world. Yeah. So you got a double decade. Going a double on, decade.
1: Yeah, double decade. Um I had a fantastic birthday. Thanks for asking. Um and It was honestly like my best birthday ever. Got to go to a cabin in the woods, and um, it was really nice and peaceful. I also, you know, we listened to some calls on your birthday from some famous musicians telling you happy birthday, and I just want to pull the curtain back a little and say that was me doing some bad impressions, but my... Yeah, Brian, Wait, sorry. What? That wasn't actually Grimes and uh, Bon Vare. Oh, man. Um, but for my birthday, my wife and my oh, brother got the real famous musician, Cisco, to wish me a happy birthday because I love the thong song and I'm obsessed with Cisco and parody songs with his name. And so it was the greatest birthday gift ever. That That's so
0: cool. I loved it. Cisco seems really nice, and I know that you as a as a child would say the word cisco yes. all the time you replaced it for many a many a other word
1: I was more in high school I mean I don't know that I was a child yeah. I guess I was but <laughs> not like I grew up and my first word was cisco although it was close I mean <laughs> right. I wish it was Your first
0: word was of course Drew Hill Yeah and I was not, so close not cisco
1: but yeah, we would put it. I would in high school. I'd always put it in songs. You know, like the killers' "Smile Like You Mean It" becomes Cisco. Like you mean it, thong um, mm-hmm. thong 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 thong. That's like the synth part. So you sing thong at that point. Just give an example of all the fun you can have with Cisco's name and thong in songs. And um, So it really came full circle on my 30th birthday. What better way than uh, with a blessing from the CISC man himself. So let's start off this new decade of my life with some fantastic songs. This is, of course, best song ever. Brian and I are each going to play three songs, and if Brian plays one I really love, I'm going to give him my stamp of approval, which is Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy, and vice versa. If I play one Brian really loves, he's going to give it his stamp of approval, which is
0: Papa Likey.
1: And I've been going on about how amazing my birthday presents were. You know, I got the message from Cisco. I got some AirPods. Um, but one of my other favorite presents uh, was this album that was released on my birthday, This is the album Future Teenage Cave Artist by the band Deerhoof. Yes, it's quite a good one. It is. And, uh, you know, we took uh, the week off a couple weeks ago, as many podcasts did, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, so we've been off for a month, and there's been a lot of amazing music that's been released. And... So I think Brian and I have a good sampling today of a lot of the stuff that we've been loving over this past month. And one of these albums is this Deerhoof album. This is the band made up of Satomi Matsuzaki, Ed Rodriguez, John Dietrich, and Greg Saunier. And they make epic and experimental musical journeys in all their songs that are full of surprises. And that's definitely the case with this album. We're going to listen to the opening track, which is the titular Future Teenage Cave Artists, and the band said that on this song they wanted to express what it feels like knowing that the Rebels are our only hope. Today's derelicts, romantics, and children are forced to be tomorrow's heroes. So, I think it's time to rebel. Let's take a listen to Deerhoof with Future Teenage Cave Artists gonna be a
0: Papa, like you, that song—that's for sure. It's a very classic deer hoof sound, which is disjointed. A lot of switch ups. Um, yeah. feels like a few different songs throughout the course of its short runtime. Um, chaotic drumming going on by uh, Greg Sounier there, and really cool vocals that sometimes, like in the headphones, they felt a little like uh disconnected from the music at times but in a in a cool way um just like kind of floating above the music and yeah. I, I don't know it was it was just a, a really interesting sound that they have going on here um uh it's catchy but also just weird it's accessible but hard to digest at the same time they they know what they're doing making this art rock that they do so yeah i i enjoy it that album's really cool that's a great song
1: Future teenage cave art rockers, am I right? Um, you're so right. Yeah, I uh, they. It's all really interestingly like mixed and layered, like you're talking about. And there's just always so much going on, and then it can turn on a dime. And I really love the shift for the try my sci-fi part. That's what she's saying there. Mm-hmm. Um, which there's so many. So many issues that get debated, and it's like, well, what would you even do? And there's like real solutions that haven't been tried, and it's like we need to listen to these these younger voices, these rebels, and they might have ideas that can help all of us. I really loved the line, going to tarnish your traditions and just for fun, going to dissect your opinions for everyone going to reform your religion in the long run so that was Deerhoof with future teenage cave artists from the album of the same name out now on joyful noise recordings you know luke
0: recently um you started playing the video game the last of us and, i did uh yeah you oh you yeah did. and you asked me a question about like how if if you thought or if I thought you could beat it by the second one coming out, which is coming out today uh, on, on yeah, Friday. there's no way. There's no way? Uh, no, I don't
1: think so. That's too I bad. fell asleep early last night. I stayed up late playing it one night and then fell asleep too early. So mm. I'll probably take another week.
0: Okay. Well, you'll you'll get caught up there. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for this second part, which is coming out, um, yeah. because The uh, the Last of Us might be the my favorite video game I've ever played. And I was reading about it, uh, The Last of Us 2 today, about how um, the developers are saying it's 50% bigger in every way. Uh, it's it's like longer than the original game there's like 50 percent more characters the level design it's like where you would have uh before maybe three levels in a building you know it's like four and a half or you know whatever Um, yeah
1: the game disc is like a vinyl
0: exactly everything is just kind of bigger and better and more refined and I can't uh, help but think of the band when I when I'm talking about this that I'm gonna play next um, because that's exactly what they've done with their third album uh, this is the quartet from Madrid Spain Heinz oh, uh, I know yeah. you've been really enjoying the album by Heinz mm-hmm. uh, lately and um, I really enjoyed their their second album I don't run but this really does take what they were doing before, and just makes it bigger, makes it glossier, embraces pop songwriting. It still has the kind of rough-edged charm that they had before, but everything is just a bit bigger and a bit better than they've done. I just listened to it again today, and it's just every time. It's surprising, and there's different parts of songs that uh, stick out. Uh, It's an album that is really good on repeat listens and uh yeah it's been one of my favorites of the past uh of the past month of june so we're gonna listen to uh also the opening track from from this album and it gets things going really well let's go ahead and listen to heinz with good bad times
1: gotta give that a lordy lordy Barry gordy you
0: gotta you gotta
1: i uh remember when heinz first came out i listened to their first album and really liked their sound i feel like they were doing a little like more that like beachy uh sort of dream poppy indie rock style that was kind of popular at the time but they had sort of a kind of crazy rock edge at times and I feel like that definitely comes through on this album but the song we just listened to shows like some tremendous growth with them because I'm like that's like a polished pop song with like shimmering synths like that is not at all what I expected from them but it works so well and they execute it so well and uh the song right after this is more what i'm talking about where they kind of go wild do some of the more fun like rock punk type stuff um but yeah this album is incredible i have listened to it on repeat so many times and uh it's fun when you follow a band through their whole career you know and they've only had a few albums but not a few years but just to see uh when they really hit their stride um And they've definitely done this on this album.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, The introduction of of those uh, synths, like you said, um, really elevate that song. Um, And they do that with different sounds throughout the album to to really take what they were doing and just improve upon it. A lot of times they have um, kind of snotty vocals going on which i really really like i feel like that's a staple they didn't really have that in this song but they keep that element um they keep kind of some of the the um rough jagged rocky parts of their sound in this as well but again everything is just built upon in such a fun interesting way and it's it's just such a good consistently uh great album and uh yeah highly recommend it About the song that we just listened to, Good Bad Times, the band uh, says, you know that part in movies when two people in a relationship are living complete opposite realities, when one thinks everything is great and the other one is about to drown? good bad times is the struggle of communication, time difference, distance, like the two sides of a coin, two sides close together that can't be separated, even though they seem to be completely different. So I I, I love that the idea of good bad times being the you know, so close together, uh can't be separated yet are two very different things and I love that it has such an interesting meaning and thought-provoking uh, statement behind a song that's just, on the surface, a, a nice,
1: glossy pop song.
0: So that was Heinz with Good Bad Times from The Prettiest Curse, which is out now on Mom & Pop Records.
1: So my next song comes from an artist named Rum.Gold, and he just released his debut EP, Aimless.
0: Is it is it a concept album about... When AOL took away Instant Messenger Mm -hmm. and we all became aimless. And really, if you think about it, that's when everything started going wrong.
1: It's when we became aimless that we became aimless. Yeah. Mm, Yep. So we got to travel back in time and keep AOL Instant Messenger alive. We do. You know it's fucked up? I think it still exists. I think you, any of us could go use AOL Instant Messenger whenever we want. Just no one's on it anymore. I don't
0: No, no, I don't think it does. I actually so our our good our good friend and editor, David Obenauer mm-hmm. of Offshelf.net, it's on the internet. Check it check it out, it's on the internet. Yep. We'll we'll talk about him later. But um he was like the last holdout of uh instant messenger that i knew of and so i kept instant messenger so i could chat with him really and then it it went away and we had to s- switch to uh for a while it was uh, gmail chat and now it's facebook but yeah so it is not it is gone um like, it is gone
1: yeah i hear everything you're saying dude but i got news for you aol's instant messenger is back Meet AIM Wait, Phoenix. This is from 2018 USA Today in the tech section. Oh, Yeah. So I guess they did bring it so back. So
0: we're not aimless anymore. We're not
1: aimless anymore. I was just sort of talking out my ass when I said it was still there, but then I Googled and it's back. Wow. So the world may not be aimless, but this EP from Rum Gold is entitled Aimless and Uh, I was really impressed by his style. He makes these sort of smooth and moody tunes with dreamy falsetto vocal performances. He has a fantastic falsetto. And we're going to listen to the song Waiting For. And Brian, this song features an artist that you and I are both big fans of. We've played them on this podcast multiple times. This is Chicago singer-songwriter Jamila Woods. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, I originally just stumbled on the song on Spotify and clicked on it because it was featuring Jamila Woods. Come on. And then I listened to it, and um, not only did I love Rum.Gold's style, I was blown away by Jamila's performance because I'm like, you know, sometimes you're featured and you just are like, I'm going to do something that fits in with the song. It might not be my best work, but if an artist can really bring it and impress you on a feature, then you know they're a pretty special performer. And she does that on here. And then on other songs, because, I mean, you'll hear his voice on here is great too, but I feel like when he's not sharing the spotlight, he gives some really impressive performances as well. So let's hear this blending of two fantastic voices and take a listen to Rum Gold featuring Jamila Woods with waiting for.
0: Papa like you, that song too. Yay! You never know what you're going to get when one of your favorite artists is featured on a song. Like you said, right. maybe they're just doing it for the heck of it and it's going to not be quite their their normal sort of greatness. It's going to be diminished in some way, but not at all. I loved them together yeah. so much that I want an album a collaborative album of theirs. Right? I think that would be so amazing. I love the guitar uh throughout and and some sweet bass. It's just really nice and smooth and, and sexy. um it's
1: it's really sexy. I always forget and, how sexy it is. And then I turn it on and I'm like, "Damn. Open a window." Yeah. <laughs> you know? I
0: I was like I had my eyes closed. I was swaying and I kept reaching down to take my shirt off and then i would remember like oh no 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 we're recording a podcast this is not bedroom it's not bedroom time you know (laughs) but um i i did that a few times but yeah it's it just transports you to bedroom time and i i love that when a song does that uh but yeah that was a i I loved it it was fantastic
1: yeah uh he i listened to this song and Dug it and then listened to uh, the rest of the EP. And like the one right before this is sort of like a gospel y organ one. And his vocal performance is just fantastic. But I love hearing her voice is just very strong, packs a punch for sure. And then with his sort of airy falsetto, and he's got some like subtle harmony going in there. I just love hearing their, their two voices trading off. And I'm glad they did like do like the trade off. Versus like the classic duet. I like when there's a feature and they're just like sort of harmonizing or backing them up too, but I think it's cool that they trade it off because the sort of countering her voice with his uh, works really well. And then that chorus with the high pitched, (laughs) or whatever it is. I Uh love that. So that's the part that gets stuck in my head so much is that chorus. It's uh, so, so infectious. And uh, gooey-ooey.
0: You know, normally, so I've been, just with how crazy the world is these days, yep. I've been saying away normally from things that are infectious, but this is the right kind of infectious. Yes. The one that like doesn't get you sick, but it makes you feel good, you know?
1: And upon revisiting the phrase, maybe now's a good time to think of a different word for catchy. <laughs> and I'll make note of that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could also stop saying that things go viral, you know, (laughs) just a thought, which, by the way, I don't know if you've noticed this in every like Hulu and Netflix documentary. um, There's a moment where they're like, and then we put this like the ones about like current things. uh, I forget which one I was watching recently, but it's always like. And then we put this online, and it went viral. And I'm like, oh, did it go (laughs) viral? Because I feel like most people have never heard of it. And I think that's, like, the world we live in where something can be so huge and not – it completely miss a huge section of the population.
0: Right. Yeah. Or I I feel like people – package something as viral right to try to make it go viral yeah
1: really (laughs) some people saw it and that's good (laughs) but it's like uh me and la priest were talking about how you can have bands that sell out stadiums that you've never heard of too because it's like being huge isn't actually what it used to be you know so anyway that was rum.gold with waiting for featuring jamila woods and that is from the aimless ep Out now on Leola LLC. Do
0: you think he called, like, do you think the song was called something else? And then, like, uh, Jamila was late to the studio. And so he's like, I'm going to call it Waiting For. And then when it has in parentheses Jamila Woods, it kind of looks like Mm. he's waiting for Jamila Woods to show up. And it's kind of like, hey, it's a little dig on her, you know? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But it's just something I thought. Or
1: maybe. No, or maybe he's been waiting for Jamila Woods to do a feature on his song. He's like, This is oh, everything I've been waiting for, you know?
0: I like that. That's yeah. more positive. I yeah, think that's, that's good. the
1: positive interpretation.
0: Well, I'm gonna play another song now, right? Yeah, do it's my it. turn. Um so this, like your last song, is from an artist I had never heard before. And she this is her third album, so I have more to dig into once ah. I, you know, get my fill of this one. Uh, but this is Moscow producer, Kate N.V. Uh, I've been singing her praises for a while now, uh, to anyone that will listen to me. Um, I heard, uh, her song Sayonara a, a few weeks ago, and I just loved it so much, and I've been anticipating this album ever since then, and, um... Yeah, it's just a really interesting take on pop music. It's uh, sung in Russian and English and French, and um, it's, it's strange and beautiful and catchy, and uh, I just love the the world that she creates. Um, her second album was an instrumental album in 2018, and this finds her uh, taking on a more... Uh, pop orientation for it the song we're going to listen to is called plans so i'm going to stop talking so we can get to the song and uh, i don't think you have you listened to this album yet
1: no i have not i uh, heard you Perfect. sing some praises i saw the gospel album you released of songs yes. about KNV's praises um but no i'm excited to hear it
0: all right cool well let's take a listen to KNV with plans.
1: Those things that make God laugh. He, they're like jokes to him. Like, why yeah. are our plans jokes to God? I don't know. That's
0: kinda rude, if you ask me. Yeah. Right?
1: And it's like, what does he think a plan is then? Like our failures? And he's like, That's a good plan. Right. So- Yeah, I showed God the itinerary for my trip to Europe and he was double over. (laughs) It was like a Richard Pryor special for the guy. I was like, geez, he's like, You think you're gonna see Notre Dame? You don't even know that thing's gonna catch on fire. Good luck with that, (laughs) sucker. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, so, um, that's what the song was about was God cracking up. No, um, I really enjoyed this song. I thought it was really cool. Uh, it had a fantastic bass line and uh, a lot going on. And it, it was definitely taken off guard. I really liked the chorus, uh, the sort of switch there. And I loved when the drums kicked in. Um, and that it's just sort of like building and changing throughout. But there was a lot of elements, well-balanced, and uh, it was it was really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um it definitely like settles into a groove that it mostly keeps for a lot of the song but like goes on these little mini detours which it could be yeah. like kind of dis- just like going into weird synth that might be horns kind of thing for a little bit or oh now here's a different vocal melody part but it always gets back with like you said that good that good bassline groove Um, and I, it's, it's a really groovy song and she, uh, she does that a lot. Um, this is a good representation of what I really like about this album, just getting into those cool grooves, adding different weird sounds and different melodies. Uh, and it's, uh, it's just a really cool album. If you enjoyed this song, I think you'll, you'll like the album as well. You should check that out. Um, and as for the meaning of the song... Uh, Kate says, the song is about plans. Interesting. Cause that's the name of the song and the absurdity of the events surrounding us. It is about how everything constantly collapses and changes that nothing is really clear. And that is, it is impossible to plan at everything. Yeah. It was written before the pandemic and economic crisis and turned out to be as relevant as ever now. It may sound like the meaning is harsh, but the song itself is very funny and sarcastic and it is more about still having fun while there is a complete disaster around us. Um so uh yeah, it it is kind of about God laughing at us, you know, he uh yeah. he, but trying to make the most out of the unpredictability of the world.
1: I think, uh, the, obviously the pandemic was a really big reminder of that for everyone that we try so hard to control our lives. And, uh, it's pointless. Life is a video game you're designed to lose, (laughs) you know? Mm. And so it's like, all you gotta do is make the best of it, try and do what you can to keep going and uh get whatever joy you can out along the way. Definitely. I I well said Luke. Well fucking said.
0: So, that was Kate NV with plans from Room for the Moon, which is out now on
1: RVNG International. Brian, you know how we talked about recently how we live in a simulation. Yes. And uh there's always just weird coincidences that I attribute to us living in a simulation and just good timing with things. Uh, we we're talking about the Netflix shows where people are basically in quarantine and how those came out right before quarantine, right? Uh, like Love is Behind the Circle, and just we had this terrible, crazy week with all the police brutality and the protests, and then. This just so happened to be the week that Run the Jewels was supposed to release their album. And, uh, you know, Run the Jewels is the duo of LP and Killer Mike. This is RTJ4, the fourth album they've joined forces on. And they've always done hard-hitting political rock that combines just their personal experiences, the global issues that we're all dealing with. They find ways to fit in humor and uh, they are just probably the greatest creators making music today. And this album is really their finest work to date, which says a lot because their previous albums have been incredible. But the verses on this are so brilliantly written And just so relevant to everything that's going on. And uh, LP's production is just phenomenal on here. And as always, they feature amazing people like Pharrell, Zach Delarocca, DJ Premier, uh, Gangsta Boo. I'm listing these off the top of my head, so forgive me if I've left someone out. In the midst of the the craziest week, LP put up this video... um, Right before they released the album, and it was of the song we're about to listen to, the closing track, "A Few Words for the Firing Squad." Even just listening to it, coming through his speakers in his studio, holding his phone up, it uh it hits so hard. The the music is just these building strings, and it just builds in all the best places. And their verses are so powerful and just beautiful and cleverly written and Mike's verse in the end especially gets me every time just the the last few words and we'll talk about it afterwards just are so so powerful i get chills every time i listen to the song something about the music and their words and just the cultural relevance just all comes together and is just creates for such a stirring musical experience so let's take a listen to this and we'll discuss after Here's Run the Jewels with a few words for the Firing Squad. Radiation.
2: I woke up early once again, it's four days straight. I didn't wake you, baby, I just watched you lay. In the radiation of the city sun. I am in love with you it's my only grace. You know how everything can seem a little out of place. All of my life has seemed to be the only normal state. So being a normal never really meant me being insane. Being clear about the truth of being sane I've never really been the same. I used to want to get the chance to show the world I'm smart. Listen at them, I should have focused mostly on the heart. I see smarter people trample life like it's a heart. Still being smart ain't what it used to be this fucking dark You ever notice that the worst of us of all the chips It really kind of take the sheen of people getting rich Like maybe rich is not the holy ever-loving king of nothing Fuckers know we know you're but You are dealing with the motherfucking money, money runs
3: be a lie if I told you that i ever disdained the fortune and fame But the presence of the pleasure never abstained me from any other pain When my mother transitioned to another plane, I was sitting on a plane Telling her to hold on and she tried hard but she just couldn't hang Been two years, true fears I'd probably live, never be the same This is just a chore not to let myself go insane It's crippling, make you wanna lean on a cup of promethazine But my queen say she need a king, not another junkie flucky rapper fiend Friends tell her he could be another Malcolm, he could be another martyr She told her partner I need a husband more than the world need another martyr Made in Atlanta, jobs, where I used to ride the martyr With an Indy-22 in the front pocket of my brain starter Trying to make it out the mud as a baby father, father's much harder. The same children that you love and the daughter, quote, used to break and rob you. Circumstance would have broke a weaker man, but I put it on my mama. I'm a man of honor and the hardship made me a better money runner. This is for the never heard, never even got a motherfucking word.
2: This is for my sister Sarah, honey, I'm so sorry you were hurt. This is for the dawn, mama took a knock, had to change the locks. Dusted up and brushed off and I washed, talk about a boss. For the holders of a shred of heart, even when you want to fall apart When you surrounded by the fog, treaded water in an ice cold dark When they got you grillin' like a box, running from another pack of dogs Put the pistol and the fist up in the air, we are
3: dead, swear to God Black child in America, the fact that I made is magic Black and beautiful, the world broke my mama hard and she died an addict God bless me to redeem her in my thoughts, words and my actions Satisfaction for the devil, goddammit, it, he'll never ever have it this is for the do-gooders that the no-gooders use and then abuse For the truth-tellers tied to the whipping post, left beat, that approved For the ones whose body hung from a tree like a bitch of strange fruit Go hard last word to the fast squad was fuck th-
2: exactly these guys have a better chance of killing each other than beating odds no sir they're brothers and when the chips are down i really don't think you want to bet against
0: likey that song, of course. Um, such a wonderful closing track to uh, an incredible album. It's a little darker and um, less like beat-driven than the songs that precede it, but it's a really, really. Uh, cool soundscape that LP put together. Um, he he will do that sometimes in some of his own on some of his own albums of the kind of just space spaced out with horns sort of uh dark beats and he does a great job here like you said the the verses are fantastic really um hard to digest at times um complicated and um really perfect unfortunately for the time we find ourselves uh right now uh as is the the entire album um you know, I I follow LP on Twitter. I I like his Twitter presence a lot. He's fun. He just kind of um he's he's a fun personality and um one thing that he, he was very good at doing shortly after the album uh dropped was people were saying um about the song uh walking in the snow that oh killer mike must have recorded his verse this week because it was so uh he talks about like the police being on you and i can't breathe and uh lp was very good he corrected them <laughs> like he corrected so many people saying no he no he recorded this line in november 2019 um, you remember that in 2014, Eric Garner said right. the same thing before dying by the police. So, and it's still really none of this happening. is new. Yeah. It's right. It's just continuing to happen. So, um, of unfortunately, uh, you know, making albums like this, unless something changes, it's always going to be relevant. And I, it's just that really struck me. The just the cyclical nature of. This violence and anger and, and protesting and then it just happens again and again. And that's a feeling I get um, from listening to this, but it also helps me just process and have something to enjoy and be angry with at the same time.
1: And I think some of that, I mean, with what we're dealing with right now, it is 100% because nothing's being done about it. But also I think Mm -hmm. that like you listen to Prince's music from the 80s and some of it sounds like it could apply now. So some of it I think is just the cycle of life and that you're always sort of fighting against these things. But in this situation, it's definitely because, like you said, people are being like, oh, do you write that now? It's like, no, that was five fucking years ago and it's still happening and that's why i love this ending part that this is for the hurt never heard never even got a motherfucking word it makes me tear up every time uh when we when i get to that part i immediately get chills in this song i did i knew i was going to and it's that opening part just feels like i feel like i picture like the sun rising over a city when he says i woke up early once again like you really feel that Um, that vibe that he's creating, it like gives me chills once he starts into getting that, you know, how everything can seem a little out of place. And then when it's building and by the time it gets to this part, it's just so powerful and like swelling. And this is the part that always makes me tear up is these last verses that this for never heard, never even got a motherfucking word. This is for my sister, Sarah, honey, I'm so sorry you were hurt. That's the one that always gets me. And then just killer Mike's end part when he's talking about his mother and says black and beautiful the world broke my mama heart and she died an addict god blessed me to redeem her in my thoughts words and my actions and then the uh this is for the do-gooders that the no-gooders used and then abused for the truth tellers tied to the whipping posts left beaten battered bruised for the ones whose body hung from a tree like a piece of strange fruit go hard last words to the firing squad was fuck you too and that's why i just feel like they wrote that obviously with a lot of different things swirling but right now when we're hearing about these lives cut short and these people who uh don't have a voice
0: it does make you think about people who don't have a voice and about all the situations we don't know about yeah. that have happened over the years, all the stories that, that never do. Had get told. someone. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I just, I, it reminds me of this book I just read. We, I saw you over the weekend. I was mm-hmm. telling you about, uh, this book, the nickel boys by Colson Whitehead. It was, uh, it's an amazing book. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, But it was told about uh, a reform school in the South, in Jim Crow era, um, like Florida, in the 60s, and it was so applicable to, um, you know, the experience that many black people have now just trying to navigate through a white world. And in in the book there, there's a... A graveyard on on the school site where they have unmarked graves of kids um, who they were able to essentially kill and say oh they were misbehaving or whatever and get away with it but then there was a secondary grave site that they found that had no graves that's where they just kind of dumped whoever in there people that they didn't think would have um, family looking for them Mm -hmm. and that's those are the, the people that that's this song makes me think about. Just yeah. the, the nameless and voiceless, people who have have suffered over years, and it's it's just it's
1: horrible. And that's who you got to keep fighting for. So, this album has been just my number one album of the year so far, and obviously it has added importance right now. I think everybody should listen to this album. If they haven't, not only because it's just great music, but also what they've always talking about, what they've been talking about ever since they started, is still happening now, and so it's more important than ever. So that was Run the Jewels, with a few words for the firing squad, Radiation, from RTJ Four, that is out now on Jewel Runners LLC. Oh, also we didn't talk about the part at the end of the song. Uh, With Yankee and the Brave, which sort of leads into the first Mm. song on the album, which is like this fictional TV show, LP said, and it's their (laughs) hometown's sports mascots, or their hometown baseball mascots, Ah, the New York Yankees and the Atlanta Braves, because Mike's from Atlanta, LP is from New York, so yeah, I... I like that they put that in the end because you kind of need a little pick-me-up because that song is so powerful. Um, And I like the whole, like, they have a better chance of killing each other than beating the odds. (laughs) (laughs) And even that part is, like, so well produced.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's... LP's an amazing producer. Yeah, Yeah, I love the... I love that last part, too, so much. Um, It's weird, and it's great, and it ends... Ends the album with some, uh, yeah, light, light-heartedness after getting dark for a while. And why don't we do the same? I'm going to end with a song that um, has been the first song of the summer for me. You know, it, I ha- with quarantine, it hasn't really felt like it's summer or it will ever be able yeah. to be summer. But recently I've been feeling a little more like, okay, we can actually have a nice time in the sun and like enjoy life a little bit, even though everything has been so crazy. And I heard this song, and it's just going to be the song I listen to sitting in the sun, be it in my backyard or on vacation somewhere. Uh, And I'm excited to play it for you. This comes from Shamir. Who uh, we've played on the podcast before. Yeah, I love Shamir. And we, yeah, we're both fans of uh, Shamir. So Shamir grew up in Las Vegas and uh, is now based out of Philadelphia, and Philadelphia has an incredible music scene. So in uh, 2015, Shamir put Ratchet out, which uh, was the debut album and, love it. Uh, of theirs. Loved it, too. Really catchy, very accessible. And then um, Shamir went into kind of weird territory, experimented with lo-fi, pop, sometimes even rock songs uh, that were a little more difficult to digest. And there were some interesting moments there, and I really appreciated like the experimentation that uh, Shamir was doing. There was also an album out earlier this year called Cataclysm, which I don't know if you listened to, but it's pretty rockin' and um, interesting, and Shamir's gonna follow that album out with another album later this fall, which they say is uh, their most commercially-sounding album since Ratchet. I like that catchy sound that Shamir has done before with, with Ratchet. However, this is a definitely a different sound than Ratchet was. This is like a culmination of everything that Shamir's been ex- uh, experimenting with for the last five years. And um, have you heard this new song
1: yet? I haven't. I've heard no 2020 uh, music from Shamir, and now I'm like, I've got a lot to get through now. i got to go listen to this stuff well i'm
0: really excited to debut this song for you because you're gonna love it i i guarantee it. Ooh, you you ready excited are you ready for this yeah all right so let's take a listen to shamir with on my own
1: Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy, that was fantastic. Been a big fan of Shamir ever since. Same same with Hines, like, was there for the debut and then watched the growth and uh, very impressed with the sound I heard here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, like, because I played 90s kids from the album Revelations back in 2017. Wow, this is in 2017, that's crazy. And... I remember some songs having sort of like that, like alt rock sort of sound to it. And that was something that really surprised me. And so that was brought in well here. But then you had the very metallic synth yeah. with that sound. It was sort of like the breezy sort of nineties influenced, uh, sound I'm hearing a lot recently. Like I feel like the 1975 sort of did it, um, there's that sort of nineties pop Rocky sound in there, but then it's interesting with the, the synth and just really unique sound. I don't know that I've heard these sounds blended in this way. And, uh, Shamir always does a fantastic job of that.
0: Absolutely. And of course, Shamir's voice is a showstopper really great vocal uh performance on this song and uh I agree. I, I just love all the elements that they bring together in this sound and uh it's it's like a grun it's grunge pop or or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh it's a really cool vibe to it. I'm really excited to hear what uh what is next on the horizon and learn more details about this album because not much is known about it. Um, And Shamir also says, I wrote on my own last summer after a breakup as a way to remind myself that while it sucked to lose someone I was getting used to, at least I'm an introvert. But considering the pandemic, it also morphed into an accidental quarantine anthem, especially for the people who live alone like me. And in the chorus, they say, I don't mind to live all on my own. I never did. And I don't care to feel like I belong, but you always did. Um, and the, the music video for, uh, for this song is a lot of Shamir like playing guitar in their apartments, um, around the house, and just kind of dancing alone. And so it's a good, it's a good anthem to be on your own. And that's what we all need right now so that was Shamir with On My Own which is out now, it's from an album coming out sometime this fall I don't know much about it but it's, uh, as Shamir has been doing recently, uh, a self-released album, so that'll be
1: cool alright, well we got one last thing to do this week and that's talk about the music we're excited for that comes out this week in our segment, Shouts
4: Shouts Shouts
1: alright, first up Shouts to the national releasing the 10th anniversary edition of High Violet, one of the greatest albums ever made. Mm. I've got the vinyl right over here somewhere next to me. And uh so I hope we have some like B sides and new tracks on that. I don't really know anything about it, but that is an amazing album, so I'm gonna check it out regardless. Um then we got Bobby D, Bob Dylan. <laughs> Greatest nope. songwriter of all fucking time. You know. You know the oh, deal. Oh, right, right. Uh, rough and Rowdy Ways, I'll say. <laughs> uh, That's the name of that album. So shouts to Bobby D. Wire, amazing band. They've been putting out music for decades on decades now. We played them on here before. And they're releasing their second album of the year, 1020. Uh, so shouts to Wire. Braids, I'm so excited for this. Shadow offering, amazing band. Everyone needs to listen to them.
0: Alright, and I uh, I got Phoebe Bridgers, Punisher, played a song from that album. It's gonna be great. It's it's <laughs> surprising it's only her second album uh that she's put out as a solo artist. It feels like she's been around a lot longer and like a presence in music and it's only her second album. Pretty impressive stuff. Um yeah. Tayana Taylor with the album which is uh, pretty a f- fun title it's pretty uh, a confident title there for an album the album uh, oh
1: okay i was like wait did i miss something <laughs> did you say the title <laughs> yeah the album man that's and, what the band should have called their album yeah. <laughs> the band the album every time um
0: yeah. this album's featuring erica badu missy elliot Wow. So it's wow. going to be pretty pretty sweet. Um, I'm excited about that one. Also, Owen, The Avalanche. Always good mm-hmm. when there's a new Owen album. Good stuff. And finally, Neil Young with Homegrown, which I'm really interested in because this is a lost album that he recorded right after Harvest and never put out. Um, so interested mm. to uh, to hear that.
1: All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. As always, you know, we're the Sons of Three Daddies. We're a Planet Ant Podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetantpodcast.com and check out all the great shows over there.
0: Also, go check out offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Um, They have amazing interviews and features uh, about music and comic books and board games galore. Also, they uh, Well, they got host... articles
1: on Galore now?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's pretty cool. They
0: also host um, our Kissing Cousins, the uh, Tell Me All Your Thoughts on Pod podcast, uh, mm-hmm. exploring 90s hit alternative rock songs. Check them out as well, wherever you check out your podcasts. They are a wonderful show
1: as well. As always, I'm Luke LeBenz you better check your spec. And I'm Brian LeBen, Mr. LeBen, if you're nasty. This is the best song ever.
0: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. This shit is corny.